Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Coming up, a quick instant reaction to the news that Brian Costello dropped at 1035 this morning. Aaron Rodgers will be making his Jets debut in the preseason on Saturday against the Giants. I told you my thoughts, but I also explained why I may be so pessimistic about the Jets. You're just going to have to listen. Looks up the seat, fires, caught! Touchdown! Garrett Wilson scores! Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone, Cobb, touchdown! Unbelievable! Rodgers going end zone, Lazard, he's got it for the touchdown! Looking downfield, leaves a bomb for Davis, Sauce Gardner's there, and it's knocked away! Sauce Gardner in position on Gabe Davis, knocks it away, and the Jets are going to take a knee and win it! Let's make sure we play like the New York Jets. Let's go to eat a damn snack. Welcome back to In Flight Snack, a New York Jets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Rami Lavi. And in this episode, it's pretty simple. It's just going to be a quick episode. What we're going to do is talk about Aaron Rodgers. The report that came out this morning at 1035, Brian Costello posted this on the New York Post. Aaron Rodgers to make Jets debut Saturday against the Giants. Aaron Rodgers is going to start in a preseason game against the Giants for the Jets. Now, I've talked about this on the first two episodes of this podcast. I have a certain pessimism towards the Jets, and how could I not? Just the way they've been in my entire life. Unfortunately, I think I inherited that my, from my father. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call my father. He knows this is coming. Uh, I'm going to call him, and we're kind of. I'm going to kind of explain. Maybe you could get a better idea of why we feel the way we do about the Jets. And then I'll talk about this particular move of playing Aaron Rodgers in a preseason game against the Giants and why I'm scared, what I like about it, what I don't like about it. And then tomorrow there will be a full episode uh, with Will Parkinson coming tomorrow also. So stay tuned for that. But right now I'm going to call my father. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. All right. You ready for this? Let's do it. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers is starting in a preseason game against the Giants. You have some doubts. These are more than doubts. Um, first of all, can I congratulate you? You're running this whole operation with the podcasts and with the FAN and with the MLB. This is great. But, yeah. And I want to talk to you about the name of your podcast. I love it. In-Flight Snacks. I think it's just snack singular. Yes, go ahead. (laughs) I've never seen you actually have snack singular. That's true. I'm pretty hungry. Uh, Yeah, you get very snacky. But have you considered cool your jets? 
See what I'm doing there? That already exists. And actually, I'm having the host of Cool Your Jets on the podcast tomorrow. Can you imagine? What are the I odds? I have no idea. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not messing with you right now. I'm 100% for real. Will Parkinson's coming on the podcast tomorrow. Well, that guy is right because I, at your behest, watched the first episode of Hard Knocks and as a Jet fan, made me extremely nervous about how all this is just going to fall apart. First of all, the fact that they're on Hard Knocks in the first place, but also they're so loose and so happy. Not ever once in the history of the Jets has that led to a good place. What I'll say is this. First of all, the last time they were on Hard Knocks, the only other time they were ever on Hard Knocks, they went to the AFC Championship game. That's also the last time they were in the playoffs, by the way. Um, The other thing is your concern started way before you watched episode one of Hard Knocks. Yeah, I knew. I just don't like the narrative. Okay, you have to understand. Can I give you some historical context? Please. I actually did a little research, which I never do before I speak with you. But have you ever heard of Jim Turner? Yes. This is a very significant thing. You want to tell your wide audience who Jim Turner is? Okay, who's Jim Turner? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, he actually was a member of the Jets. Uh, You may not know this, but the Jets won Super Bowl III. Uh, Well, that I know. I know Joe Namath. Right, so that was about... Let me explain to you how long ago the Jets won. Okay, Jim Turner. Okay, so they won Super Bowl three by a margin of nine points, uh, which is to say sixteen to seven. That margin was three field goals kicked by the great Jim Turner, and um, he actually reached a milestone just this past summer. So it's very on topic. You know what milestone he reached? Can I guess? He did he turn a hundred? <laughs> Very close. The milestone, it's a milestone we all one day will reach. He passed away. Oh, God. Uh, surrounded by his loved ones in his 80s, dying of a ripe old age. That's how long it's been since the Jets won the Super Bowl. Uh, rest in peace, Jim Turner. R.I.P. Yeah. So I did not like the loosey goosey. I don't like how happy everyone is. It's not appropriate for the Jets. And it's not going anywhere good. You're saying we should be mourning Jim Turner still? (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. If they had started Hard Knocks, like the fact that they're having Hard Knocks and like the voice of God is coming down on a helicopter and they're doing all this shtick is bad enough. But at the very least, if they were going to have Hard Knocks, let everybody first mourn Jim Turner. Let's acknowledge how long it's been since we won. I don't need Darrell Revis like cracking up um, Tiki Barber who never even played for the Jets with his 9,000 teeth extending from side to side of his face, like running around on the sidelines, celebrities. This is not good for us. I want to see focus, like since like seriousness. I want like Aaron Rodgers to be like a little bit more angry. Like, Hey guys, knock it off. We, we have a task at hand. So this loosey goosey thing, they had a montage of no look passes, Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. I was like, this is a circus. I, 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 I couldn't even watch it. And, and, and they're like, this is, what is this, a shtick? We're going to get killed. And by the way, we're going to get killed for sure because we have no offensive line. Did you watch episode two? 
See, episode two, I think you'd like because they, Rogers gets pissed off. Sala gets pissed off. You said episode two was just foreshadowing based on what I told you about episode two. Yeah, because they all know that uh, Rogers standing in the pocket is going to be like like one of us standing on a six lane highway in the middle of traffic. <laughs> like he'll be he'll be lucky to get out of their lives. And then what? Back to Zach Wilson. Hey, and he's going to try to throw his first <laughs> thing is going to be a no look pass. His no look passes are better. His no look passes are better than when he looks. Maybe we fixed that Zach Wilson. All he has right. to do is look away, and he's actually exactly. not bad. <laughs> it makes sense that Zach Wilson's problem was that he was looking. <laughs> that actually I can buy. Yeah, that this, I'm, I'm this is ridiculous. Thing. This is just ridiculous. So what's funny is that we talked about this. Um, on, I mean, right after they were eliminated from the playoffs last year on the Rami Levy podcast. And what we talked about was great podcast, by the way. Yes. What we talked about was that they're going to get one of these guys, Rogers or Brady or someone, and everyone's going to get hyped and it's going to be awful. Right. Right. We already said this, right. Your point is we've, we've been talking about this. We knew that this was going to happen. And they're just, they're kind of drawing us in or not you, but drawing me in. With how great no, everything was. What you're hearing through the uh, airwaves is me being angry at myself for being all in. Yes, of course. <laughs> you love it. Yes. You're drafting Rodgers in fantasy. I'm upset at the version of me that will be drafting Rodgers in fantasy in the first rounds. Uh, Garrett Wilson. And, yeah, I'm upset at the version of myself that will be like skipping around uh, the workplace at week three when we're two and one. And, uh, and then we'll be shocked uh, when Aaron Rodgers gets pulverized into 9,000 different pieces on week four. Uh, by Micah Parsons, by the way, because that's yeah. who they're playing that week. Right. By Micah Parsons. And I'll be shocked despite the fact that we're saying that's going to happen now. Right. That's the, frust- that's the frustrating part. But, so two things. Number one, we might avoid all of that because Rodgers could just get hurt on Saturday when he plays in a preseason game that's meaningless against the Giants. I don't know if you remember, but in what happened, in, I think it was year four of Mark Sanchez, that he was in the game and got his collarbone broken against the Giants in a preseason game because Rex wanted to cared so much about winning a preseason game against the Giants. He kept Mark Sanchez in there. So maybe we could be spared. Maybe that's when Rodgers will get hurt. Uh it's 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 possible, and then that would be so depressing, and then everybody would say same old Jets. By the way, another thing from <laughs> from episode uh, one of Hard Knocks, they said it's not the same old Jets. That phrase has same old Jets in it. It's just bad foreshadowing. I did I everything was rubbing me the wrong way. Man, so Sean Morash, who is like the hot take king of WFAN these days, they just they literally yeah. hired him a couple months ago just to have hot takes. That's his right. whole job. That was his take. Was that... Oh, he said that? He thing? said, how could you say three minutes into the episode, same old Jets? How could you even utter that phrase and expect right. to be any different? Right. It's like uh, acknowledging it. It's right. He hated that. Right. Yeah. Everything was wrong. So far, everything's wrong. All right. So you and the hot take king. The other thing that I was going to say was, and this is what we've talked about in the past, is, okay, you're right. It will burn... It will end in historic failure because it always does. That's why we have to 
enjoy whatever time we get out of this, right? Yes, and uh, you said that so eloquently, and it's very true, and you always do talk about that with the Knicks and with the Jets, but um, I think maybe part of what's bothering me is I wanted us to be focused. I wanted to be the typical Jets collapse. In other words, I wanted to be focused. I wanted to be able to enjoy like 84% of the season and then collapse at the end. But the way they're coming in hot like this makes me think they're going to collapse, like you said, in preseason, and that's just going to ruin the season. Let's enjoy the season and then just get choke at the end, like we, you know, like we planned, like we usually do. Got it? Yeah, like we usually do. Like I want to see. I'm excited to see the like how the arc of everything building up and the momentum yep. and looking like we're going to go all the way. Yeah, and then just to see the creative way the Jets will rip your heart out at the end. Yeah, like whether why, it's Buffalo and start. Yeah, whether it's Buffalo in 2015 with Fitzpatrick, whether it's. Uh, 2012, whatever, or 2011 with uh, Santonio Holmes turning his back on the game. You know, mm-hmm. different fun, creative ways that they've found ways to rip our hearts out in the past. Or um, you know, everybody remembers Dan Marino. I don't understand. Yep. You don't play. You don't play defense just because he looks like he's not going to throw. That's not even a fake, <laughs> right? He just kind of like looked like he wasn't going to throw. So they're like, okay, I guess there's not a play here, even though you know he said hike and. They snapped yeah, it, and the route, they, they started it, running routes. I guess he, he doesn't think that's a play, so there must not be a play. I've never heard of such a thing. Aside from the fact that we could have drafted Marino, we're not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you, the colored history of the organization. Yeah. This is, it's bound to end the way you think it's going to end. So I just wanted to, you know, put you on record early on in, this, in the ages, I guess, early on in the stages and the age of this podcast so yeah. we get this out of the way. And then we could say, I told you so. Whatever week it happens. If it happens this weekend, if it happens in week five, or like it usually will at the end of the season, um, we can all come on here and say, I told you so together. How does that sound? Uh, I, hope I, I hope we're all wrong. Uh, I hope that there is a Hard Knocks episode where you say, guys, let's do this one for Jim Turner. Everybody <laughs> starts to really focus. And, uh, and if we proved... I guess what you're saying is either way we win. Because if we prove wrong, that'll be the biggest win of them all. And uh, it'll be wonderful. It'll be wonderful. Go Jets. I'm pretty sure our kicker is still Greg the Leg Zerloin, who is probably just about as old as Jim Turner. I'll never forget uh, when Nick Lowry, who's the head of the United Way and like the face of the what, everything that is good and magnanimous about the NFL, uh, joined us towards the end of the career and was... Um, suspended by the NFL for having some sort of inappropriate relationship with a ball boy. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, that was really unexpected. <laughs> but, the last thing that you would have expected, like the one thing a kicker is, is just he can be a model citizen. You know, he's consistent. He didn't miss a field goal at that point, like in 20 years. And then like, he never even made the field. It was one of the craziest things. Well, okay. And, and Ronnie Lott. I mean, the list goes on. We could spend all, we could do a I mean, we don't even have to go back, the back that. that far. We could talk about Brett Favre. This is literally the same thing, right? Okay. I like Rogers, though. I so love I'll be Rogers. a little bit more upset if yeah, something that's goes true. wrong. Because he's, he's great. And that's one thing I've talked about on this podcast so far is my love for Rogers and then my love for the Jets and the, these two coming together. You're only right. going to be more disappointed by something you love, right? 
Yeah, in other words, it's only because we care. Um, right. If if they got Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo and it fell apart, it would be like, care. all right. Even if, if if they got Tom Brady and it fell apart, it'd be like, I always hated this loser, and now he's going to come here and ruin the Jets. I hate this dude. But the fact that it's Rodgers is going to sting more, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched the Jets practice across the street from my high school uh, my whole childhood. That was Ken O'Brien throwing to uh, Al Toon. If, I hope that's not mismatching the errors, but he was throwing to uh, the, the running back was Freeman McNeil. They used to call him Freeman McGrid because McDonald's used to have the McGrid, and he broke his ribs every time he got uh, tackled. And then he would be out for a few games. But he was talented. Um, we had we had a great uh, was it Wesley Walker? I don't know. We had a great uh, a great time watching them. Like when you watch actual. NFL players practice. You can't believe that they don't beat everybody. They're so good. But uh, so it's impossible not to be invested. And that's what we are. We're invested. And I am going to follow your lead. I'm going to enjoy the ride. Um, and so maybe I'm just protecting myself. I don't want to be too vulnerable. I, I want it to just last as long as it can. Can we just ask for that? Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, I hope whatever it is, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to enjoy it until we can't anymore. And hopefully that's not Sunday. So, um, that's uh, right. that's what we hope. Go and Jets. Go Jets. All right. I can't believe that there's a podcast called Cool Your Jets. I know. All right. Such a bummer. Enjoy that. All right. I'll talk to Will tomorrow. I'll send regards. Okay. Send my best. <laughs> I will. All right. Bye. Okay. So hopefully that gives you a little bit more context and a little bit more background. Now, I did make a mistake. Uh, cool Your Jets is Jets X Factor, which is awesome. They're really good. Really good site breaking down everything. They're on Twitter. They're really good. Will Parkinson's podcast is Turn On Your Jets. So that's my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Will. But he's coming on with me tomorrow, and we'll talk more. Now, here's what I wrote, because I wanted to do an instant reaction. I was at work, and I came home from work, and that's when I called my father. What I wanted to do, just the, these were the thoughts that I wrote down in my notes right when the story came out from Brian Costello. So number one is that we've seen everyone play in the preseason this year i don't know if it's a new thing it became a few years ago where no one would play in the preseason especially teams that had players that had chemistry with each other and had played for a long time together and now this year we're seeing patrick mahomes play full halves of football games so it's not as crazy as it was now i mentioned chemistry this is something the jets don't have this is a new team yeah you have some receivers from green bay but an entirely new offensive line and I think that's the main point. You need the offensive line to get chemistry with Rodgers and to work together. There's only so much that you can simulate with the practices, even with the joint practices. And I think it's important. Rodgers has done everything right since he's gotten here to build the chemistry, starting way back in training camps, to build the and mini camps and all that, to build the chemistry with these guys, with the receivers, with the offensive line. And because they haven't been able to come up with a five-man unit to work together, it makes this necessary for Rodgers to have a rep in game. So I kind of get it. But this also is the same thing. The offensive line struggles and the offensive line inconsistency is the exact thing that makes this an absolutely awful, awful, terrible idea. We all remember the Snoopy Bowl and I sat next to a Jets fan at work today and he's like, don't, don't, don't mention it. Don't bring it up. But we all remember the Snoopy Bowl when Mark Sanchez, Rex Ryan, cared so much to beat the Giants in a preseason game. He had Mark Sanchez in the game, and Mark Sanchez breaks his collarbone, and then we don't see him. That becomes the Geno Smith show, and the rest is history. Mark Sanchez never starts a game for the Jets again. We know the history with this. You're going to put Aaron Rodgers behind a shaky offensive line because you need him to get 
better work with the offensive line, Kayvon Thibodeau is going to kill him. He's going to kill him. And you heard me just talk with my father about, well, if it, at least if it ends now, then you know we won't have to worry about it the whole season. But that's not what we want. You want the season to be over before it started. This is a terrible idea. And I always say about preseason, I can't watch preseason because the hardest thing to do is watch football rooting for there to be no injuries because every play looks like an injury is going to happen in the NFL. And now I have to watch because all those things that I talked about, all those firsts, all those amazing moments that I thought were going to happen on Monday Night Football, Rodgers trying to draw a team off sides, Rodgers doing the great 18, all that stuff is not going to happen on Monday night against Buffalo on 9-11 with Joe and Troy on the call. It's going to happen on a random Saturday during preseason against the Giants. So now I have to watch it because I need to see all those moments but they're all meaningless and it's just him behind a bad offensive line trying to figure it out with an offensive line that's going to be miscommunicating. My father had the best line. What he said was, it's going to be like me standing in the middle of the road and expecting traffic not to kill me. So I, I'm terrified for Saturday. I understand why it's necessary. Unfortunately, it's necessary. I do think overall it's a great idea. Get him in game action with these guys. See what that actually looks like. You have practice for a reason. You have these preseason games for a reason take advantage of it you had an extra preseason game take advantage of it but i'm really really nervous and i hope it doesn't go the way that lots of jets fans based on our history that you just heard might expect it to go so that's all we'll talk more about it with will parkinson tomorrow it's going to be an awesome interview tomorrow with will parkinson until then i'm about to go eat a snack rex let's go to eat a damn snack i'm Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.